Latrice, are you ready for a whole new year? Oh my God, it's, it is a new year. I haven't even said 2022 yet. So happy 2022. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm ready for this, girl. <laughs> so stay tuned. Forever. Dog. Manila. Don't be a bitter bitch. Just make them eat it, honey. (laughs) Welcome to the chop with Latrice and Manila. Who's on top? And who gets the chop? Let's chop it up. Girl, so when you wish me a happy new year, I'm thinking like, by the time this podcast is airing, it's going to be like well into 2022. Like, it's too late to be wishing people happy new years. Which reminds me... it reminds me of this meme of Bianca Del Rio being like, girl, it's January 5th. You can stop wishing people Happy New Year. <laughs> no, because like some people haven't had a good start. So, you know. Or a slow start. didn't have a good start. Slow start or slow start. Mm-hmm. Or and some people had no start. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I mean, we just got out of the holidays. I mean, this holiday was like totally a little bit wacky. I mean, everything it was these wacky. days is. How was your holiday wacky. break? It was wacky. Uh, <laughs> you know, basically, you know, it was what it was going to be anyway, which was going to be me and Christopher alone. That was it. That was going to be like, like I canceled all of, oh, right. Okay. So here you go. When we last left Mm. uh, before the holiday, I was scheduled to go to New York Mm because remember I was Mm -hmm. supposed to do my Christmas show. And I said, yeah, it's scheduled. Stay tuned. Well, I didn't go. A conclusion. I wound up. Conclusion is, I wind up, you know, not only coming home early from the Christmas tour, I uh, wound up canceling all of my Christmas shows in New York uh, because things had gotten out of control. So I did not do that. I, none of my plans that I had mm. came through. But it's so because we were at home because it's your it's out of the kindness of your heart. You know, you 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 care for your fans so much because you I heard that you sold out Madison Square Garden. Uh, double, <laughs> two weekends, and you were just like, "No, I, I, I will not do I that to my be fans." A super spreader. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna hold super spreader events. I'm going to keep it cute mm. and stay safe and keep everybody at home. And so that's what we did. I, I feel but, bad. Uh, I, be, I feel bad being, for you, yeah. Latrice. I re- I've, and I feel bad for everyone who was going to go see your show because, like, you and Christopher have such a great dynamic together when you guys are together and performing together, and it's so wonderful to watch that show. So I feel bad. And it's since it's a holiday show, it's not like you can postpone it to like, oh, we're going to have it in March. Uh, right. <laughs> right. I mean, who's coming to see Christmas in March? But. We even had dancers. I was excited to be working with these dancers in New York and really, like, 
turning it up and making it really gay and festive. But <sighs> Miss uh, Omicron, honey, she said, uh-uh, not on tonight, Mm-mm. not on this week. Not so at Christmas we time. Yeah, I wound up cooking us a little cute, intimate dinner for two at home, and it was lovely with all the fixings. So it was great. It was I love cute. that. Oh, well, yeah. that's cute. What did you do? Um, yeah, well, I, do? I, um, I <laughs> went to New York. <laughs> See, see, <laughs> and let me just tell you, everyone was getting sick. I was too afraid to leave, like the house. You know what I mean. So I was in mm-hmm. New York, but I didn't go into New York City. There was no like walking down Fifth Avenue, looking at Rockefeller. Tr- no, no, none of that. It was no, literally just like that. me okay. in the house, like in the in the house, like trying not to like get sick or get anyone else sick, and seeing as few many people. Right. Yeah, I don't know. But um, it was a it was a good thing. So I'm kind of glad that the holidays are over. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was kind of stre- it was getting stressful. Right. It was getting stressful. Thanks. Okay. Sure. Is, is better help one of our sponsors against this? Yeah, I mean, they probably are right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Ten yeah, percent. Yeah, they off. sure are. Ten yeah, percent uh, off your first month. <laughs> Use our code. Cost of money. Who? Uh huh. Don't really care. Uh, um, but are you are you excited <laughs> that it's a new year? Like, are you like, you ready for some new? I am. Because you know, like new New Year's means new opportunities and chances for growth and prosperity. Like it's just, it's just you know, all the things that you like been putting on the back burner. You realize, like, bitch, like if you don't cook this, it ain't gonna get cooked. So mm-hmm. turn up the heat and let's do this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm 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 excited. I got some fun little things coming out and happening already that's gonna come out this year. Fun, so, fun, fun, yeah, fun. like that's what it's about. And I'm picking and choosing too. Like, um, if I can feel like I have control over the situation at a gig as far as COVID protocol, then I'll go. Yeah. But if I feel like there's like a free for all kind of like there's no kind of way of being safe, then I ain't gonna go. Yeah. So, but yeah. bitch, I gotta work. I gotta get back to work. Yeah, that's so the part I'm, about it. It's like, are you yeah. gonna have like a, a rapid tester waiting outside at the box office, like, swabbing people before they come in? <laughs> are we checking vaccination cards? Because I, I mean, what, like, what can you? You do? can fake all of that. Do you it get your own matter. personal like? clear plastic bubble that you have to watch the show in (laughs) that's what we need everybody needs their own bubble honey just breathe your own air yeah for a minute but yeah i mean what i mean what are the things like we have we're drag queens we will persevere we will bring you the drag shows trust us trust trust us we're finding ways to keep you entertained right yes it's yes. just like this the new drag race challenge. I'm, I'm I'm assuming that on drag race season 14 it's just gonna be a bunch of mini challenges of how to do your job <laughs> under COVID quarantine <laughs> protocols <laughs> with the shit from the 99 cent store. <laughs> yes, honey. Yes. We need three looks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey. The from COVID the waist ball. Up. The COVID ball. <laughs> the COVID ball. <laughs> 
Oh my god! I, you know what? I, I, I don't. I don't know any spoilers from the upcoming seasons. I mean, there are like forty-five Drag Race seasons in the pipe down the pipeline. So, I, I mean, oh my god. I, it's too hard to get spoilers. All I know is that there sure is going to be a snatch game, right? It's going to be a snatch <laughs> game. It's going to be a snatch yeah. game. You can believe that. And we are going to have the, probably the si- a similar reaction to that. Anyway, anyway, um, let's dial it back because like. Because we've all been kind of like keeping it safe at home, all the only window we have to the outside world is our Instagrams. So it's now time for a new segment we like to call Beyond the Caption. <laughs> now, in this segment, Manila and I will give you more details on something we have posted, thus giving Beyond the Caption. Mm. So there you have it. Okay. So Latrice, um, a, a few a few days ago, like a week ago, you posted. A week ago, yeah. Yeah, because New Year's Eve represents a very important date in your life. You posted a picture of you. It looks like you're in a in the dressing room somewhere. Uh, um, at in, play. In <laughs> at play in Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, play in Nashville or play in. Louisville. Yeah, Nashville. Okay. Nashville. So you're in this red, ruffly, gorgeous, like, dramatic drag look with that fucking <laughs> red swirly top wig from the <laughs> my, Chop my video. Uh-huh. <laughs> is that the same one? Oh, it yeah, is. It is, this is a throwback it image is. from 2012, December 31st, 12. 2012. The day before 2013. And look who's in the dressing room taking a selfie with you. It's a very young, very well-dressed, very handsome Christopher Hamblin. Yeah. Uh-huh. So let's um, read yeah, read this, the read the comment. What what is the what is the description? You read what does it say? This, okay. The description says December 31st, 2012, at Play Nashville, New Year's Eve. Nine years ago was our first hashtag first date. Who knew that this night would lead to a whole new life together? I love you more each day, Christopher Hamlin. And here's to another nine years and beyond. Hashtag happy date night. A oh, little kissy face emoji, yeah. little lovey face emoji. <laughs> yeah, um, this was that night. Um, well, he had came to stay with me. Uh, he had drove uh, um, over from Knoxville, from where he lived, to Nashville, stay with me. And um, oh, oh, wait, hold up. <laughs> stay with you. I know, right? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Also, this was, was like a this gentleman. Was, this was a like pre-planned date. Yeah, from the last from the week prior, because the week prior I was that when we met. Um, oh, that's right, because he showed up. He showed up in at the, gig. at the at the meet and greet, and he was yes. being very kind and attentive and looking like a fine snack. Oh, like so, snack, oh, so oh, so you knew. You knew this was going to lead somewhere. So then, well, what happened was he was like, I was thinking about coming to see you next week Uh for New Year's Eve at at play, because I know you're going to be at play. I was like, oh, well, you should come. You can be my New Year's Eve date. 
Oh, your and kiss at midnight. Got, yeah, that's that part. Mm. That part. Mm. And so, uh, he, yeah, he did come. We were gentlemen. And then, I, yeah, after midnight, he was my first kiss. He okay, so, like, did he take you I'm to here. dinner before the show? Did he... You know, before the show, we don't got time. Oh, yeah, By yeah, the yeah, time we roll right. over and smoke and all that kind of stuff, it's time to get ready. And so... Um, so we were, did he meet we you at the club, or did she? Did he pick you up at the at the? He met me at the hotel. Yeah. Oh, with flowers. Mm-hmm. Mm. Did he have, no, he didn't have flowers. He mm. just brought himself. He was just really. Um, he was his own flower. Sweet was... and nervous. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, and nervous, and and but but really sweet. Amazing. So, and so you had yeah. your, your kiss at midnight to celebrate 2013. We had a kiss at midnight and some champagne. And um, yeah, I drank and smoked him under the table, obviously. You know, <laughs> among other be, things, I'm you're assuming. You're going to be lit tonight. I'm assuming among <laughs> other still, things. No, we were complete gentlemen the entire oh. time. It was a slow. Yeah, he was a, he was not putting out first. Oh, first, first, he was first. in it for the long haul. We were. Yes. Clearly. Nine years later. Nine years later, he's like, "Mm mm-hmm. He did it right. He did it right. Yeah. So we were, yeah, we were actually real gentlemen. Oh, oh, that's fabulous. We cuddled. We We cuddled. Yeah. How romantic. Oh, my gosh. That's so, so adorable. I can't believe it's been nine Uh, years since y'all been together. I know. Time flies. Time mm-hmm. flies. Now, did you know that? Because, like, we meet a lot of people on the road. Now, did you know, like, when you had this little date, that there was something special about this guy? Uh, did, like, after this picture yeah. was taken, did you know that you were going to see more of him? Yeah, I knew I was in trouble the day that he. I met him that night. He came over to my hotel, and we were just set up all night talking. Like, and there was never a lull in the conversation. Now that I know who he is and how he is, I, there was never a chance of that anyway because he definitely can hold his own and talk about some shit. <laughs> he, so. <laughs> he really can. He can really have a good yeah, conversation. You can have yeah, good conversations have, with Christopher for sure. Yeah, for sure. For uh-huh. sure. Yeah. So I knew that I was in trouble. I was like, oh boy. Yeah, mm-hmm. this getting to know you, getting to know all about you segment. Here we go. And I knew I was in trouble. So here we are. It worked. And look, nine years later, you all married. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, bitch, you just celebrated your four-year wedding anniversary. Oh, yes. Since and, um, and I... y'all been together for like 10 years, right? A little bit before you and Christopher got together, girl. You know we like to keep, uh... we like to keep our journeys on similar paths, right? Parallels. Parallel paths. So... Why don't we take a quick break, and then I want to come back, and we're going to talk and get into your... Instagram mm. and yo, okay. what you had po- posted up on here. Oh, uh-huh. huh. So, we'll be right back. You got the chop. You got the chop. You got the chop. You got the chop. Girl, you got the chop. We're we back. are back, darling. And there's this lovely little photo. It's adorable. I love the whole, uh, what they call it, um, when the um, when the uh, cha- turnabout, the whole turnabout of it all. There you go. Where he's in the dress, 
and you're in the tuxedo <laughs> standing in front of this chapel, wedding chapel. Tell, please do tell about this post here that you wrote. It says in the description, happy fourth anniversary at McJ Rez. Heart emoji, wedding ring emoji, gay couple emoji. I thought the day <laughs> we got married was the best day ever, but each day keeps getting better than the last exclamation point. Hashtag throwback pics from our wedding night in Vegas. Yeah, you know that oh. you know that that post got me extra brownie points on our anniversary because it was our anniversary of our fourth what we got, uh-huh. Michael and I chose to get married on New Year's Eve because I had just come off of a, like a Christmas tour and it was like the only day that I had available and we were like let's just elope so we we, Damn. we yeah bought a flight the day I arrived from my back from the tour I you know had flown into uh flew home to LA, took a nap, and then got back onto a plane. We flew to Vegas, and that night we got married. Booyah. <laughs> and here y'all are still together. Yeah, you know. But the thing was, is that like, okay, you had the wedding of everyone's dreams. Like, it was like a royal <laughs> wedding, bitch. You were, you were like, only if you had Princess Diana sleeves and a 40-foot train <laughs> would it have been grander than a royal wedding. You know what I mean? But like, <laughs> like we literally were just like, we want to do something. Let's just like, we just want to party and we just want to get this thing over with. <laughs> over with and we don't want to spend money to feed our families because See, we both got big families right and our families like <laughs> to eat. So yeah. we uh we decided to get Bro. married in by Elvis. You did it. You did the right damn thing. Like had I known if I should have just thrown the party, baby, that would have been a whole lot cheaper. Uh but but we you know, appreciate all your regret. friends and family. We appreciate that you <laughs> paid for that beautiful party and we had fun. And, you know, when Michael and I went to your wedding, we were kind of like, this is kind of like, we're just going to pretend. We're just going to like lay our wedding like <laughs> celebration. Just pretend like we had these gorgeous floral arrangements and we invited everyone we knew and we had a fucking buffet that we went back for seconds and thirds, bitch. <laughs> I, and yeah, to this day, I still had no clue about how the food was because I, I just heard there was a lot of it. There was so much food, girl. We had really we were we were tearing that sh- buffet apart. Yeah, this is back in the day when you could have buffets before COVID, and you could, hello and you could breathe right. all over everyone's food, and no one gave a shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh my god, how romantical! Well, I'm really happy about our love because. Um, First of all, you know, I, I, you know, I feel like I'm always better with a partner than I am alone. You know, even though I require and need alone time, um, but I'm always better with a partner. It just seems like uh, I learn a little bit more about myself when I have a mirror that. And Christopher's good at holding up a mirror and be like, "Here, bitch, no look," (laughs) 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 and let me have it. You know. Um, but it, it helps promote growth, and I love that part of it. Yeah, you know? keeps you in check, Even too. when it's hard. Especially yeah, it keeps you when in check. Even when it's hard. Yeah. Well, oh. um, I know, and I have, like, we also have our friends to do it, but, like, it's not, it's convenient when they live in the same house as you, and they can always, <laughs> they're always there. Yeah. It's like, sometimes it's like, okay, I got yeah. my, good, my good friends to keep me in check, too, and to, I always have my back. But, like, 
it's like a 20 minute drive. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. They're like 20 minutes away. Like I have to put on pants in order to like get that reflection. Uh, uh, well, Latrice. Well, girl. We have some sad news for the world. Yeah. Betty White, three weeks away from her 100th birthday, has passed. Yes. Mm -hmm. She did a 99 bottles of beer on the wall to us. Um, (laughs) She, 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 but see, what happened was, see, I think that they jinxed it. As soon as they announced the 100 year celebration for Betty White, I was like, Man, y'all done jinxed it now. Y'all shouldn't announce this shit to like three days before. Like, now look. And then see, mm, and then she checked mm. out. She said, peace out. She's like, y'all bitches are not going to get this COVID thing together no time soon. And I'm a little bit tired. I'm out. And so she hit it. So See, you thought you were sparing you, your fans from getting co- from getting Omicron by canceling you your holiday show but <laughs> Betty White she took it to a whole new level a whole nother level a whole nother level now yeah, we but... we all know Betty White from her rose as Rose Nyland from the Golden Girls which mm-hmm. Latrice I gotta say like I, whenever I watch Golden Girls I, I now just think of you because like you always had it playing in the dressing rooms <laughs> <laughs> on tour. It's true. Always having playing on the bus. It's true. Even if it's just background noise. <laughs> exactly. I don't have to even look at it. I know what's happening. Um, it's still a tradition for me. Like that's what I do. I get ready to go girls every time I paint my face. Because it times out. Like I know how long an episode is like 24 minutes. And so if I go two episodes, I should be done. Period. <laughs> Three episodes if you want to do that that rhinestone lip. If you bring yeah, all, yeah, if you, if you come to y'all extra. Yeah, yeah. Three episodes, but, um, but yeah, um I've I've huge always fan. been a fan of Betty White. Like she was my favorite golden girl growing up because she was from Minnesota. Like her character <laughs> was from Minnesota and she'd mm-hmm. always talk about the made up town of um What's that? Old- Saint Olaf. Saint Olaf. Saint Saint Olaf. Yeah, mm. <laughs> which is actually a college in Minnesota, which I, I I entertained my parents by going to a college visit at Saint Olaf University, but I didn't. Wow. Go- but I didn't end up going there. <laughs> Thank goodness. I, right. I, I, I always heard some horrible things. Horrible <laughs> things that uh. <laughs> Came out of St. Olaf. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm a huge fan. Um, like, her career, extensive. Now, would you want your, your, your career to last as long as Betty White's? Uh, probably not, because, like, Betty White is, like, like I've seen old pictures of her. I've seen her old, like, nude photos, too. Have you ever seen those? Mm, not nude, but... No, you've never, seen, you've never seen Betty White uh, nude? There are some black and white no. photos of her, and bitch is a hottie. Like, she's always been gorgeous. You know what I mean? Like, I know her from Golden yeah. Girls, where she plays, like, a you know, supposedly a senior citizen, even though they weren't even that old when they were filming that. But right. Like, Correct. You know what I mean? So, like, my, my knowledge of Betty White is mostly like, oh, she's always been an old lady. You know what I mean? But obviously, she's not always been an old lady. She used to be no. a really hot woman. 
No, she's yeah. absolutely stunning as a young woman. And that's why she's so beautiful as an old lady. So, like, no, I could not sustain my career because I'm not as beautiful starting out as Betty White. <laughs> and it will take me more than just two or three episodes of Golden Girls to keep myself looking that good when I'm older. So, no, I don't want my career to last that long. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for me, I would, I mean... To have a legacy like that, yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. Is that her? There she is. Oh, my God. She and tits are out. Tits are out. Tits are out. Show you the pictures. Wow. Isn't she gorgeous, though? Look at how tiny she is. Look how young she is. Look how beautiful she looks naked. I mean, come on. Yeah. Come on. Naked, unafraid. Yeah, Make it unafraid. Like, like Britney Spears' latest Instagram post. <laughs> She's going through some things. She is talking about her freedom, honey. She is free. Free. And, and free, so is Betty White from having to do any more appearances as the jolly old lady that we all love from, from yeah. uh, <laughs> the Golden Girls. I, no more COVID gonna, tests for her. No more COVID tests for this Golden Girl. <laughs> she was the last Golden yeah. Girl uh, so she outlasted them all. She did. Anyway. So I guess we'll just yeah. have to look at Britney oh. Spears' naked pictures from now on. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, why not? Let's take a break, and then we'll come back and see what new emails we have in our inbox this year. Oh, okay. I'm here for this. Welcome back, kitties. Welcome back. Welcome back. That's a welcome back Carter song. Oh. I don't know about that. That's old school. That's old school. Old school. Well, it's time to open our inbox and give you some of the best advice, suggestions, or opinions in the world because you got us unlicensed unlicensed but very knowledgeable <laughs> very knowledgeable mm-hmm. therapists here Thera- to but lead not you. therapists honey no we need therapy uh, not we're not giving up we we're just consultants giving, we're consultants, consultants advisors <laughs> right advisors there you go there we go muses yeah. to your problems this one <laughs> is from Hannah Claire Hi, Latrice and Manila. Recently, my boyfriend and I moved in together. Oh, shit. This is going to end badly. I can already tell. So I thought... <laughs> oh, shit. So I thought it would be a good time for him to meet my parents as we are getting pretty serious. Oh, yeah. Pretty serious. You guys are moving whoa, in whoa, together. Whoa, 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 Now you want to meet the parents? Okay, go ahead. Oh, okay. I set aside a date for them to come over and was planning to cook for them. However, something urgent popped up at work, so I asked my boyfriend if he wanted to reschedule... But he said it'd be no sweat to handle dinner. Since we've been together, he's mentioned being really good, a really good cook. So I was actually quite excited to try his cooking. Oh, oh, see, this is y'all moving in together. She has never even had him cook for her. Okay. Right. The night arrived. Oh. He had set out snacks. 
So he chatted around them. Eventually, he stood up and clapped his hands together and said, Right, are you ready for the main attraction? In a French accent. We headed into the kitchen to eat. The table was set and the plates filled with fried chicken and salad. The salad... Um, I would say he clearly made. However, the chicken was obviously store-bought and I could swear it was from KFC. We all just looked around at each other. My boyfriend looked in high spirits until my dad broke the silence and said it looked finger-licking good, at which point he clearly became agitated. My parents left shortly after this, quiet, but clearly slightly amused by the whole situation. I was embarrassed and extremely confused. I've I've brought it up to my boyfriend, and he's uh, uh, adamant that he cooked it himself. I asked how he managed to fry 40 pieces of chicken, and he just said, it's a chef's secret, and that he finds my questioning insulting. I'm not sure where to go this from is here. Cracking me up. He becomes very defensive if I try to bring it up with him. How should I talk to him about this? Could he really have cooked that much chicken? The house didn't smell like oil at all, and I don't think oh, well, that I have okay, any pots but, big enough to fry it in. Please help. There you go. Claire. Okay. Girl, he didn't fry that chicken, girl. He didn't fry that chicken. First of all, chicken smells up the house like you will smell that the rest of the day. Like Maybe into tomorrow. Like chicken grease, that's gonna that's gonna have your house aromating. Yes, yes, and yes. Because so also, if there was no and there's yeah. It the the oil like evaporates and then it settles down. So everything gets covered in a light chicken scented oil all of your kitchen. Yes. So like all over. Like you're gonna have grease somewhere. So if you didn't see no grease, you didn't see no pans, you didn't see no drippings and droppings, because there's no way to fry chicken without Getting grease somewhere. So, baby, Mm-mm. he ain't fry that chicken. No, he didn't fry that. And also, like, ass. it's like one thing if you have fried chicken and it tastes like fried chicken, or, but it's another thing to like order KFC, which has a very distinct and quite what is it? Produced- Eleven herbs and spices. <laughs> I mean, if you really wanted Baby. the thing here, here, here's what I need to say to you, Hannah. Like, first of all, shame on you for moving into someone that you don't know if he can cook or not. <laughs> you know, like maybe, maybe the parents aren't in a, in a, in the area, so they can't come to visit or meet your boyfriend before you meet into meet before you guys move in together. But shame on you for not even having him like <sighs> cook you a dinner for a, even a date at some point. But, bitch, how many people he cooking for? 40 pieces of chicken. Well, y'all gonna eat 10 pieces of chicken a piece? Like, how many? Who is he cooking for? Well, if it's finger licking good, baby, then 10 pieces is, is not enough. <laughs> baby, he got, the, he got two family buckets, honey. <laughs> two family buckets well, of uh, Hannah, you didn't say, like, okay, because if you went, if he did go and get a, a bucket of chicken from, from KFC, did you have biscuits? At your... Did you have potato wedges? Did, yeah, you, have, did you have mashed potatoes and gravy? <laughs> any sides. Right. Any other sides? No coleslaw. It, it, reminds, it reminds me of that one Simpsons episode where um, uh, Principal Skinner has to like make the steamed clams or the steamed hams oh, from Krusty right. Burger. Uh-huh. You know? Uh-huh. Or that scene... Uh-huh. Or, or that scene in Mrs. Doubtfire when he's trying to impress, like, 
the, the family and he orders because he burns the kitchen down. So he just orders delivery. Right. But at least he had like the decency to like arrange it on the plate, blah, blah, blah. Put it in dishes and serving trays. Yeah. Yeah. That part. Well, Hannah, I think that uh, Mr. Debbie Defensive over there um, didn't cook the chicken. Uh, And if he did, how did he clean up all the grease and all that? Where did it go? Where did it go? Your house should have been smelling like grease for at least two days. Chicken yeah. grease for two days at least. Maybe, maybe it's his like. Maybe he's defensive because it's like his grandma's recipe that he is like secret in the family. Right now, this maybe, is like maybe his grand, maybe his grandmother is Colonel Sanders though. I, we don't know. We don't That's know. That's it. Maybe. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Liza Minnelli. Well, Hannah, girl. Yeah, he lied, girl. I'm telling you, he lied. Mm-mm. And if he didn't, then have him make some fried chicken again. So, baby, I got a craving for some wings. Can you make me some wings real quick? Some fried wings. You know, oh, bitch, that's how you real get. Quick. That's how you get him. You go. Baby. You come back home from work with like a uh, a pack of fried of uh, chicken pieces and be like, "Hey, baby, I got you some flour. I got you some whatever. Here's some. Can you just make me some fried some chicken wings. real quick?" Baby, I gotta jump Boom. on. A, I gotta jump on a Zoom call. Right here, huh. I'm gonna just set up right and here in the see kitchen. What I'll set up right here in the kitchen and watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put him to the test, girl. Put yeah. him to the test. But also now, girl, that now that Let's... you know, now that you know that he he's lying to you, um, about this, you you better keep just keep your keep your eyes open, girl. Just look out for yourself. Yes. All right. That part. Because mm-hmm. if you're lying about KFC, honey. Then we ain't no telling what else. So, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it begins with chicken. If you're lying about frying chicken, then, mm-hmm. you know. It's only a, skeletons it's, in your closet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's time to get back into our inbox. Latrice, what do we have? What's, what's in there? We have from NYC Homo. Oh. Okay, that's. I, I yeah. think I know him. <laughs> you, you, you might. I know a few actually. From the old stomping ground, uh, several. Um, hi, Latrice and Manila. I love listening to the podcast and would love to get your feedback on family ties and coming out stories. I had a very difficult coming out as I was, as I come from a very religious family in the South. I was outed by someone in the family's church community who had found pictures of me at a gay bar and sent them to my family. I grew up in a very homophobic household and church community where it was literally said that if anyone in the church were to end up gay, they'd be kicked out. What? Apataras. I don't know what that means. Apataras. Uh, no, is that Spanish? Like that means like quickly. Is that I don't potatoes? Know. Um, like in a minute. Kicked out apatadas. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's a New York homo horror, thing. Yeah, maybe it is. Mm-hmm. Coming out was as nightmaric as I had always imagined it would be. My mother even told me she would have rather me tell her I killed someone <gasps> than tell her my truth. <laughs> Harsh, I know. Damn. Mm-hmm. 
It's been eight years since the day, um, that day. And unfortunately, I now have virtually no relationship with any of my blood family. It's okay. I understand that. Um, We've had maybe three conversations over the years in regards to my sexuality. All I ask of them is to be seen. Seen as someone who is worthy of love. These conversations came to an end when I realized that we had hit a brick wall. I told my mom that unless she was ready to bring something to the table, other than some hope that I'd pop up with a wife and some kids one day, I no longer wanted to talk about that subject. We never spoke of sexuality again, and I've further solidified my chosen family here in New York since then. Since distancing myself from my uh, given family, I get no contact from my family unless I contact them. When I'm in town with them, I feel like there's always this inevitable uh, brother or sister that speaks for my mom and asks when I'm going to finally settle down and get a wife and kids. It's so laughable. Like, hello, I'm a homo. Not happening. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The experience of my coming out was uh, personally traumatic. And it took me years to come to peace with the fact that this was what coming out meant for my life. It was the most painful experience I've ever gone through, having all of my family turn their back on me simply for being myself. And I see so many kids in the new generation coming up with so so much love and acceptance from their families that I envy so much. I love my chosen family and, I, and the life I've made for myself, But being that I don't have a relationship to speak of with my blood family, it's difficult to navigate what my relationship with them should even look like now. Should I continue to be one of the always out to reach out first, or should I bring up the subject with my mom again to see if maybe she's grown a bit uh, on the subject? Should I give my family the chop and save myself from the stress? Best NYC homo. Well, <clears throat> you know what? Um, I can tell you that, like, from a person who left my, I left my my blood family um, when I was outed, and it was traumatic too. My brother outed me, mm-hmm. and we got in a huge fight. It got physical. I wound up leaving that night, and I left California, um, not even knowing if I was gay. I was still trying to find myself at that point. But... Spoiler, you turned out gay. Um, I did. <laughs> and a big old, a big old gay at that. But um, I did leave. Uh, and the only person really who was there for me was my mother um, and my older brother. Um, but... Even still, it was hard because she was had hopes. She was lingering on some hope that it was mm-hmm. a phase and I was going to have a wife and kid and all that kind of stuff. And that was just never in the cards. Um, but I did find my tribe and I found my um, chosen family and people who I consider brought me up in my adult life mm-hmm. um, who uh, showed me how to become a proud gay. And my thing of it is, is like, now, the relationship uh, that I have with my family is amazing. And their only time and forgiveness 
will tell. Um, but the thing of it is, is that it has to be a mutual situation. If yeah. they're not doing the work, then then you shouldn't have to put in all the work. Um, and so I'm not saying for you to turn your back on your family because there's always, as long as there's air left in their bodies, they can change and grow and learn and be enlightened. But so never give up. But at the same time, don't put yourself in hurtful situations where you're the one that's always reaching out and then being disappointed. Um, it's not fair to you and, um, you deserve to be happy and know that you are worthy of love. And if you're not getting the acceptance that you need from your family, your blood family, you know that you have people who love and support you and do believe in you. So just nurture that. You yeah. got to nurture who nurtures you. Don't don't try to nurture something that's dead. Yeah. That doesn't even make sense. And you're, you're going to be the one that is going to know, like, truly what you want. Like, you can be, it's okay to be the only person that is doing the reaching out. You know what I mean? Because, like, it seems like your family is stuck in an old way of thinking. So if you're ever going to want them to be exposed and be knowledgeable of, of your life, then you have, you are going to be their window to that, that world. So if you want them to see that, then you just have to be okay with you being the person that will reach out. If you reach out enough, you know, uh, without expecting anything back, then, then maybe it make it easier to be able to be the one to reach out. Like when I came out to my parents, it was very difficult for them to accept and it took them a while. I mean, they've eventually come around, thank God. Um, but, you know, I was able to maintain some relationship with like my, especially my father, because I, I kind of was like, look, I, I don't really think that even if I was straight, that I would be talking about my sexuality with my father anyway because that's not really how our relationship works you know what i mean like we came from a quite religious family too and it wasn't like we were like always talking about sex anyway so like that conversation really didn't even need to happen about my sexuality because i didn't want to hear about my dad's sexual past and i'm sure my dad didn't want to hear about mine so like that just was like a topic that we didn't talk about because in our family we had other things that we could you know maintain a relationship as father and son with, you know what I mean? So like, it doesn't have to, not everything has to be about, uh, uh, sexuality when it comes to your relationships with people. Um, also like, you know, like you got your, you got your, your chosen family and you know, like some people, they don't even have their parents or they don't even have families. They're orphans or like people passed. And so they don't have their families, uh, living, to even have that moment with with them. So give it some time. Who knows? Yeah. And, you know, time will tell. Time so does So just stay tell. open. Stay open and, uh, but keep your help, but, but keep yourself guarded at the same time because you don't need to be hurt. There's no need. <clears throat> mm -hmm. No need. Now, remember, we love your wow. emails, so make sure you send us emails at latriceandmanila at gmail.com because we might need your help. So send us an email, and we might read it here on the podcast. Yeah. And we'll take a break, and we'll be right back with our chats and our chat. We got the 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 chat. Girl, you got the chat. Chop, 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 chop. 
We're back, and it is time for our top and our top. Each week, we highlight our tops and our chops of the week, our favorite and least favorite moments. This week, we're going to do uh, be chopping, uh, topping and chopping uh, the best and worst things that happened during our break for the holiday. Mm. <laughs> Boy, do I got one for you. Ooh. All right. Okay. Mm, yay. What's one of the best things that happened so, during the holidays for you, Miss Latrice? Uh, <laughs> well, uh, one of the best things that happened is... Uh, what was happening? <laughs> <laughs> one of the best things that happened was, what the hell did uh, happen? What, what, what did happen? Mm. Um, well, you know, I got to... Um, Spend quality time with my husband and um, cook a fabulous dinner. Was it finger that licking was good? Right. It was. It was chicken, but it was not. <laughs> it wasn't fried. <laughs> um. So that was the best thing. Like I actually was home and I didn't have to do anything. Like I didn't. I I took off from cameo and everything. Like no drag. Mm, no drag. So that was nice. And that and was, was and was part. your and I know you've been like decorating the home. Has it was it able to be finished? Were you able to put up a Christmas tree? No. No, no. There was no Christmas around here. Um you know, but wind up happening is that like every obviously everything just like seized over the holiday because nobody was working and everybody was mm-hmm. gone. Um but like I couldn't take it, like we couldn't take it anymore because we were just kind of sitting around looking at our house in disarray. So we wound up cleaning, and it looks really nice now. Um, at least you know without furniture or anything. <laughs> uh, only thing that we have, only thing that we have set up is our uh, our dining room table, um, which you know was made us feel happy, and I get to play around new remote controlled window shades. That's, uh, that's, that's the new toy. <laughs> we, we play with our window shades. Uh, uh, oh, they're open. Oh, now yeah. they're closed. And oh. The, yes, honey. What a fun Christmas See, I just present. Sent you, I just sent y'all my dining room table. Oh. So don't it look pretty? Oh. <laughs> oh, and I put the chairs together too. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Oh, she's fancy. Yeah. Oh, look at the place settings. Yeah. And that. So I really got to get two more chairs because those four chairs are for the side. I got to get the two, like they call them, captain chairs or mm, whatever. The cap- with the ar- with the for arms. The the yes. With know. the arms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cute. So I love it. Yeah. Well, it's coming together. What, it looks what, great. It's coming together right. That's the only thing that's happened so far. She's got all the place settings so, and they're all blue because you know <laughs> Latrice Royale blue is the is the that's color. Her signature mm-hmm. color. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, actually funny thing is that like one of my favorite moments over the holidays was rearranging our apartment. Because we had come home after uh-huh. We had come home because we had come home for the Philippines and then we went straight into the holidays. So, like, there was not really much time yeah. to be at home. And so, like, we needed to clean our apartment. Like, we had cleaned it before we left for the Philippines, but our birds threw a party. 
And so we really had to like <laughs> clean. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so my husband, and I've said this before, my husband likes to rearrange furniture. So we had a day of okay. like, you know, because if we're going to vacuum under the couch, then why does the couch have to return back Let's to the spot? Let's move it over to the other side of the room. So now okay. it's like we, we return to a whole brand new apartment. So here well, we go. Well, that's always refreshing. Sure. That's refreshing, mm, yeah. Yeah, so we moved all the <laughs> rugs, we vacuumed everything, we cleaned up all the bird shit. The fucking birds found new places to fucking shit. I swear to God. <laughs> How did they do that? Well, in the cage. We, no, because we I let them out of the cage. When we when I, I feel bad oh. leaving them in the cage while I go away. So like my friend will come over and make sure that they have their water and their bird seed and their food. But I just, I feel bad leaving them in the cage. So I just like open up and like. So you just let them shit all over your house. Well, they, they my birds are, my birds are actually kind of nice. They, they usually only stay in one part, one corner of the house, which is on top of all oh. of my frames. So they just shit on my paintings. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's disgusting. Oh. I'm trying to get well, them to use, I'm trying to train them to use the toilet. You know, we got the Hello Tushy like attachment bidet attachment that they could use. They just won't do it. They just they prefer to shit on my fucking uh, on my fucking frames. Yeah, I like to perch up there. You are bolder than me, honey. I can't. Way bolder than me. But yeah, Mm. it's like I'm always every day cleaning up after them. I'm cleaning up after them every day. So like we went home for the holidays for a few days. We came back, and my birds were yeah, disgusting, (gasps) disgusting. One of these days, I'm going to get a fucking cat or a dog. <laughs> oh, please. Maybe a human baby. A, a baby. And, just, and see, and see where baby. they will shit in my house. Yeah. <laughs> is that a top or is that a chop? I don't know. You said that was your top. Uh, so, the cleaning uh, my house. It's yeah. very nice to be in a clean the house. The cleaning your house. That's nice this to little be in tiny a clean house. Birds. Who wants a clean house? You remember that show, Clean House? And then when Nisha Nash, Nisha Nash is the host of that show. Um, okay, for our chops, our chops. Okay. okay. The worst thing that happened. Okay, are you ready for this? Mm. So, you know, I cut the, ch- I cut, we had a, like, uh, a, a scare in the UK, right? You know, in the, on the Christmas tour. So then I hit it. I left the next morning and left to come home because I did not want to get COVID. Only to land home and find out that my husband got ex- was exposed, like someone that came to our house <laughs> to help him with the project. <laughs> you are laughing. You fled. <laughs> you fled the country fled. like a goddamn pilgrim fled. from the plague in, in Great Britain, only to return yeah. home to what? Did you have to quarantine? Yeah, and it didn't work. So we both got COVID. Oh, bitch. Oh, because we both got the Omicron. Yeah. And so, yeah. So then we wound up having to be like quarantined apart. He was upstairs. I'm downstairs. Not interacting. You know, like it was just like the worst way to like start off your being home. And for the holidays. I, I get home. Yeah, I'm home for the holidays and I can't even touch my husband. So. Wait, 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 wait. Days, you can't touch your husband because you didn't want to get COVID? Or 
didn't want to get COVID, and then we found it, and then we had to test, and then we tested to find out we got it, and it was like, okay, oh, so well, you find, and then you so. and then you realize that oh, I've been quarantined this whole time, and I actually have it anyway. So yeah, I have it anyway. Yeah, so <laughs> it just uh, added to the fact that I wasn't going nowhere, wasn't seeing nobody, and that's it. I ordered DoorDash, got some groceries, so we can have a nice dinner, and that's how we did that. And bitch, oh my gosh. How, how, how was it? How was it? I, so what I'm going to say, and this is the scary part of all of this, is that the Omicron is so, like, she is weak, girl. Like, literally, I had a stuffy nose. That was it. That was the extent of my symptoms. I had a little stuffy nose uh-huh. here and there. And I felt fine, never got a fever, never. It was nothing compared to what I went through the first in time. London. The first time. And so, you know, I attribute, like, part of that to being boosted. You know, I've since then have been boosted. Mm -hmm. But still, the symptoms are so mild. And so people are literally, the person that um, gave it to us um, was literally walking around like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I don't feel no, I don't feel anything. You know, like, I'm fine, I'm fine. You know, I feel achy, my body hurts, but he thought it was because he went to the gym and all that. And... But, like, I know that there are thousands and thousands of people who are like, oh, maybe it was just a little sinusy, you know, and then feel nothing, and they're just out there spreading it. And that's why it's so contagious. Like, it's like you don't feel sick. Yeah. And yeah, that's the part that's scary. Well, that's yeah, that's going to be my chop too. Because well, not well, the chop that you got COVID and the fact that you like literally like you literally like found out someone had fucking COVID on on your tour and you packed your bags that night, bitch, and you booked your hit it. Only to find, bitch, she came already across the pond and she was already waiting. She already she was me waiting home. for you in my house, bitch, <laughs> in, in my house. house. I'm so sorry about like, that. Ooh, no, but I also I also like was worried about that because like I did, you know, visit my family for Christmas. You know what I mean? And yeah. people were people were popping up here left and right saying that they had uh been testing positive. And so I was getting nervous, like, like oh my gosh. And then I started feeling a little under the weather. Girl. And I still, I still almost feel like I have like a little bit of a, uh, like the after effects of something, but I've been taking COVID tests because, uh, but they'll keep coming back negative. So I'm like, but, mm-hmm. the, but I was getting really worried that I had the, that I had the COVID because I started to feel a little under the weather and that everyone's yeah. keeps saying that like, oh, it doesn't feel like bad. Like, you know. I'm thinking I'm going to lose my taste. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to be like no, laid out no, in bed with a 100 degree fever. One. And then people are saying, uh-huh. oh, it's like, so not everything that I feel like, I'm like, oh my gosh, do I do I have a sniffle? Like, do I, did I just cough? Yes. Do I have COVID? Yes. Everything is a symptom now. Like, you're like, oh my God. And like, that's the part, the mental part of it for me was like really the part. I was like, I need clarity. I need to know. And then the test, you couldn't get an appointment. You couldn't. You could not get an appointment to get a test. Like mm. it was crazy. The lines were long, um, so you had to wait. And, and then, yeah, it took. When we finally were like trying to get clearance, it took three days to get our results. Three at a rapid test place. Three days at a rapid test place. Ooh, 
girl. Yeah. Well, I feel I feel a little luckier then because like I had to I had a gig, and that's one of the other reasons why I was like worried. You know what I mean? Because like See, I, yeah. after after being stuck at home watching binging Netflix for two years, I think like okay, I can handle another like whatever, I, you know, a little self quarantine. But I got a gig. Mm-hmm. And so they had sent someone to to do a swab test at my house, and I'm thinking like I'm gonna lose this money because like I'm it's gonna I have I think I have a stuffy nose like is this Omicron, you know? And I'm always like googling what's the symptoms. It's like stuff, <laughs> stuffy nose. Mm-hmm. You might feel tired. I'm like well, bitch, I always feel tired, you know. Like these are the things you're like. I don't know whether I'm just me or like Is it what? a cold? What's is it a flu? On? Like what's going on? Is it Omicron? Is it this, these are the things. Is, is it one of these new <laughs> the, there's a new French one apparently? <laughs> yes. Mm-mm. Girl, too much. Yeah. So So that's my chop. But luckily it wasn't. Your chop, yeah. It, it I guess it's just the I guess it it's just, just the sniffles. But yeah, yeah, definitely Thank thank goodness. Well, now I still, but the thing about it is like, it doesn't even help though, because like, it doesn't matter if I have Omicron or not. Like now I'm like, oh, I don't have Omicron because I just tested negative. And I took three tests, by the way. Um, If I sniffle or like cough in, <laughs> people are like, they get fucked. They get scared. Like, they're like, what the fuck is this person coming around here Omicroning all over the place? So that's our shop. That's my shop. Boom, that's our chop. Mm-hmm. Well, there's our chops and our chops. Thanks so much for listening to the chop. We have new app, uh, new shows every Tuesday and Thursday. So make sure you subscribe to our show so you can rate and review us. You'll get notifications when our new shows come. Um, yep. Yeah, and so, yeah, send us an email at, uh, uh, we might just read it on the air like we just did. Email Latrice and Manila at gmail.com. And you can follow us at Latrice Royale and at Manila Luzon. And we'll see you next week to find out who gets the chop. Forever. To listen to The Chop ad-free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. The Chop is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Latrice Royale and Manila Luzon. Produced by Joseph Shepard. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is The Chop by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale.